All right. The very bottom by Gilmo of Beis. The Gemara says, more quotes to Mishnah Hazira, three lines in the bottom. Hazira, Haboyer, Batechim, Amaraki. Three different ways, um, four, I should say, ways uh, in which grain is purified. First one is Zaira, right? He uh, threshes. Then, um, or he um, winnows, rather. Uh, uh, then there's boiler, then you're removing the husks that remain from the grain. Um, then the, there's toichen, which is grinding, and then there's merakid, which is uh, which is sifting. So to more, hainu zayre, hainu boiler, hainu These three things are all really the same. Right, they're all essentially the same malacha. They're just different uh, procedures in terms of you know the actual uh, the actual process that has to be done. So there are different uh, mechanisms, different devices you use, but it's all the same thing. You're removing the part you don't want to eat, and you're keeping the part you do want to eat. So why do I need three separate yisurim for um, for what is essentially the same av malach? Says the Gemara. Very, very interesting concept. Anything that was in the Mishkan, even though we have kind of um, redundancies, we have things that were in the Mishkan, um, and we have what seems to be more than one of the same general idea. So, nonetheless, it counted. Why don't we then count kaitesh as well? What's kaitesh? Kaitesh would be somebody has a uh, like a mortar and pestle or something. Um, so uh, we know that uh, uh, that apparently you can grind wheat in that fashion as well. So why don't we count that grinding something with a mortar and pestle? Uh, right, just because we also have teichin doesn't mean that uh, that we shouldn't have kaisish, uh, or just because we also have dash uh, doesn't mean we shouldn't have kaisish. So, says the Gemara, um, right? Because what are you doing? You're removing the the husk from the innards. That's the idea. So, uh, okay. So I'm doing dash. What's the problem? So I'm doing dash, and I'm also doing uh, uh, kaisish. Why can't I count Kaitish as well? So I'm going to buy it. Because after all, an Ani, a poor person, eats his bread whole wheat, right? He doesn't discard the bran, the husk. So therefore, um, therefore, despite the fact that it's in the Malacha, and certainly if it's in the Mishnah, excuse me, and certainly if you do it, you are over on an Av Malacha, but it's not necessary to have it and as part of the mission's list uh, because it is subsumed under the category of dash. Ultimately, it's not a universal bread-making procedure. It's important to note, by the way, that the um, – we're going to talk about this in the Gemara, but um, the, the, Mishnah, the Mishnah talks about making bread, but they didn't make bread in the Mishnah. Um, so the Siddur, the past, the order of bread uh, is invoked in the Mishnah, um, even though really the the model that we're working off of in the Mishnah is um, is samamanim is the way that spices were prepared, which is similar in many ways to uh, how bread is baked. 
Um, but there's a, there's a weird little transition that's always going on because we're taking malachis that were done in the Mishkan for spice purposes and we are trying to uh, replicate them uh, in the bread world. Anyway, okay. Um, so that's a bias. It's a rov, Omar, Hamani, Rebbe, he, this is Rebbe. Omar, obvious malachis, Rebbe holds, there are only 39 malachis. So there are only 39 malachis, so there's nothing to talk about. You can't add another one. Says the Gemara. Okay, I'm not asking to add another one. You take one of those three versions of Boirer, right? Boirer, Zaira, and uh, and Meraki, uh, um, uh, right? How about you knock out one of those and replace it with Kaitesh? You'll have at least two and two, right? Instead of having three replica, uh, three of the same, you'll have two of each. You'll have two of the same. Uh, you know, two stats of two of the same, right? Seems that, uh, you know, at least you're covering more, uh, a wider spectrum. Says Gemara, Elam Abaya. Clearly, the tarots must be like Abaya. Okay. Tanar Aban. Say, I had multiple types of food. So, a very cryptic statement. It says the, the Brysa. You can be boirer, you can, uh, I don't really, is there a way to translate boirer? You can literally choose, but you know, we, we know what it means. It means to do boirer, right? Carefully. Take out uh, from a mixture. All right, so you can be boirer and you can eat the food. Um, you can be boirer and you can put the food aside uh, for a bit later. Um, well, I shouldn't even say that. You can be boyer and put the food aside. The loyiver, and you shouldn't do boyer in bira. And if you did, Mike Omar, I cannot make sense of this statement. Says the Gemara. What does that mean? Omar Ula, You can do boyer and eat the food that same day. And you can do boyer and put the food aside and eat it a little later. The same thing, right? However, for tomorrow, right? For tomorrow's purposes, you're not allowed to do bear. You can't do things. Uh, you can't uh, do bear and put it aside for the next day. In Bira, and if you did, ask the Gemara. Ask for Rav Chista. Bechim mutel la'afoyis leboy bayoyim. Bechim mutel la'vashal leboy bayoyim. Is there any other malacha that because you want to? You want the uh, the outcome of it today, so all of a sudden it's permissible. Can I say, oh, I'm, I'm is it, you think it's yamtiv or something? I'm cooking a steak, so therefore, but, but I'm eating it right now, so it's fine. That doesn't make any sense. suggests his own interpretation. A person's allowed to do bayer on less than a shear, on small, on a, on an amount of food smaller than a gurigurus, than a dried fig. So you can do it on something which is pachas mikashir. You can, um, you can, um, uh, be bayru meniach, you can do bayru, and even if you don't eat it immediately, put it aside for soon, uh, an amount of pachas mikashir. And finally, um, but if a full shear, you're not allowed to be bayer. And if you do uh, do the bayer, you are chayev 
as the Gemara, says, is is it permitted to be Isa to bake? Paches uh, right? Paches Bikashir is not allowed. Paches Bikashir is also just as much. It's just you, we can't punish you for it if you do less than a share. But it's absolutely forbidden. Can you bake a Paches Bikashir? Of course not. Um, says the Gemara. So now Rabbi Yosef suggests his own answer. Hello, I'm Rabbi Yosef. Says Rabbi Yosef, A person can do Bayer and eat with it right, right away with his hands, right? Bayer knows without a specialized tool, just with his bare hands. And a person can even be maniac and put it aside for a little later with his hand. However, right, what can't he do? Some kind of specialized, uh, sounds almost like a spatula. Um, it, it's, a, it's a tool that is specialized for separating the husks of the, you know, beans or whatever from their, uh, from their insides. And the tamkhli, um, I always thought that a tamkhli was just a, uh, uh, a serving dish. And it could be what it means is you can use the kinoin to place the food into the tamkhli. I think that's what we're referring to here. That says the Gemara as follows. Says Gemara, you, you're not allowed to use a kinoin a special tool for bare purposes. Um, however, in beer potter, but if you do do so, you are potter. That's only asamidir abona, right? However, potter right potter avalasa, I should say. It is potter avalasa. Of course, it's forbidden, but you don't have to bring a chaps. Enough of a kivra, but if you use a sieve or a sifter or law yifra. Man, that's certainly forbidden. You can't do butter like that. Then If you do, you have to bring a chaf. That's the original butter. That's the real butter. Butter with the sieve. That's the real. Says the Gemara, Maska for from Nuna, midi kenoin v'tamkli katan. Does it say kenoin v'tamkli? It doesn't say kenoin v'tamkli, right? So uh, how are you telling me that we're having a conversation about kenoin v'tamkli in a brisa that doesn't breathe a word about it? Right? If you realize, by the way, at this point in the Gemara, from I think Rabbi Yosef and on, we are talking about things that are actually, that we agree on. In other words, that everyone agrees are the case. Um, so all of these things make a difference in where um, the only question is, are they acceptable explanations of this price? So before we were saying, that doesn't make any sense. It's not true. You can't do a chatzish shir this or it's not permissible. Um, over here, we're just saying, can we fit this language into the b'risa? I don't think anyone is arguing in terms of the essential halacha content, as we'll see from the conclusion of the Gemara, um, that these are real halacha considerations. Says the Gemara. Ela Amr of Amnuna, b'ayr v'aychal aychal mitaychat p'saylas. You can do b'ayr of aychal mitaychat p'saylas. You can take the food out of the p'saylas, right? Because that's not the direct, the normal way where people, the people do is they take the psalas out of the eichel. They're picking the bad parts out of what they were about to sit down to eat. But if you're taking the eichel, the food, out of the psalas, that's different. Right? Um, you can do this and even be meiniach, put it aside for a little later, right? In other words, you're doing it for food that, right, let's say you're, uh, you know, picking bones out of, uh, picking a uh, fish out of bones, as it were, I'm not sure how you would do that, but uh, I'm not going to get into the uh, the wild world of Bayer. 
um, but you're, you're picking Eichel out of Psyllus food, out of the bad stuff, even putting it aside for a little later. And finally, Psyllus Mitech Eichel, the other way around, you shouldn't do it in beer, and if you do do it, you have to bring it hot. Maskifla, Abaya, right? Abaya comes and says, hold on a second. Hold on a second. How can this be? It's a nice shot, but... There are some tactical issues. Does any of the Brisa breathe a word about Eichel and Teichap Silas? How are you claiming that this is a conversation about Eichel and Teichap Silas? Elam Rabbaya Boyer Vaichel Lealter Boyer Umeniach Lealter. A person can do Boyer and eat the food Lealter, right? What we call Miyad, right? Boyer Umeniach Lealter, right away. He can do that. He can eat his food right away, and he can be maniacal out there. He can put it aside, right? Maniacal out there actually gets a little stuck on because um, it's uh, it's all you're putting it away to, to eat right away. But Rashi says, you know, you're not putting it directly into your mouth, but you intend to eat shortly. Um, uh, I mean, if you know, uh, that sounds quite familiar. Um, Says the Gemara, even for something later that day, on that same day, you shouldn't do beer. And if you do it, when you do that, you are considered like a beer, like you're no different from somebody who's doing beer to, to put something away for six months. And unfortunately, so Rava, so they quoted this chat of a buy in front of Rava. He says, Rava, oh, good chat. I'm very happy. Nachmeni said a beautiful chat. Okay. The person had two, right? Now we're quoting a new bride. So the person had two different types of food in front of him, and they were mixed together. He did buyer and ate, and did buyer and left some. Uh, for uh, a little later, Rav Ashi must be potter. Rav Ashi says you're potter. Rav Yirmiyadifni says you're chayv. As the Gemara, Rav Ashi must be potter. But Tani chayv. How can you say potter um, when we say when we said chayv a moment ago? We just said chayv a moment ago. Um, we just said chayv a moment ago, right? Says the Gemara. Right, you can't you, you can't do bayer if it doesn't fall into one of the categories that we listed earlier. So it says the Gemara, like Kasha, how can I the Tamchli hub enough of the Kivra? Um, one Bryce is referring to uh, a scenario of Kenan and Tamchli. And Gemara is referring to the scenario of enough of the Kivra. Right? Up until now, now Gemara, we were talking about Kenan and Tamchli, um, but uh, uh, but um, but. Um, but uh, over here, we're talking about, excuse me, up until now, now we were referring to Nafa the Kivra, who we said that you are Chayef. Um, uh, and, in, and in the scenario that Ravashi is talking about, we're talking about a lesser uh, Avera. You didn't use a sieve, you used a specialized uh, spoon of some sort, but not a sieve. Right now, you might be wondering, hold on a second, we didn't really say that you're Chayef. We actually listed any number of scenarios in which you might be potter, um, or even mutter to do bayer, might even be mutter to do bayer. So Rashi comes, look at Rashi, Dibra Maskal Vahatanya, Rashi addresses this. He says, Vahatanya le'el chayev, ve'i bebayer umeniach le'alter, mutter lechatchi lahabe. Potter will also like that. Rashi says, 
because bayer meniach la'alter, right? If you're actually doing things properly, if you're doing bayer, putting it aside to eat it momentarily, then uh is not the word, right? The word is uh is so exactly said putter means you're saying putter aval So when I'm saying in what scenario is it putter avalaser, right? Uh so the Mara says it must be that the one Bryce was talking about um ultimate buyer with a sieve, all the other Bryce was talking about enough the Kivra about a uh, excuse me, about uh a uh, lesser level of professional buyer. Okay. Um let us move along. Says the Gemara, Abdimi says, I was in, uh, I was at the yeshiva, and I was, and it was Rabibi's Shabbos, right? Amadurim would take, uh, would, would, uh, would, would uh, take responsibility for the Shabbos, and they would, they would lead the Talmudim over a particular Shabbos. It sounds like they would, uh, they would go week by week. So it was it was Rabbi's Shabbos. The Ikla Rabbi Ami Rabbi Ami Rabbi came to his house. So Shad the Kamayu Kal Kala the Peri. So he tossed. He he put down in front of them a Kal the Peri, a a cornucopia, right, a big basket full of fruit. Instead of picking out fruits and handing it to them, he just gave them the whole basket. So says uh, says the Gemara. I don't know if his problem was that he held food, right? The good food from the garbage is a problem, and so even picking the fruit out of the big bundle of I don't know leaves and whatever would be an issue, or maybe he just wanted them to feel comfortable taking whatever fruit they prefer. Okay. Maybe that was his intent. Okay. Chizkiya Omar, the very interesting halacha, Haber Turmusin. Somebody is Ber Turmusin. You cook up uh, lupines. So they're, um, then you pick them out of the, they, they come in some kind of husk or pod, and you're picking out the beans. Chayiv, he is Chayiv. So it sounds like he holds Leim Kasavar Chizki, Oichum Mitech Apsalos Aser, would seem that he holds the Oichum Mitech Apsalos, taking the food out of the Apsalos, out of the rejected uh, uh, the, uh, detritus, is uh, Aser. Says the Yamara, Shani Termusin, uh, Termusin are different, right? The Shalki, um, excuse me, the Shalki Le Shibazimi. So actually says three shot among ago. The simplest one, um, because of the nature of uh, these beans, you have to cook them seven times before they they taste good. Um, and because of how much they get cooked, if you leave them in that mixture, it's not very long before they get ruined. And because they're so close to getting ruined, so we are machmir. Um, and we treat even the Eichel as Silas. We view it even as if you're removing Silas from Eichel. The mechanisms of that I'm not going to get into because it sounds like a uh, fairly deep sukkah. But Umar thinks that uh, doesn't necessarily prove anything about Eichel Mitech Ab Silas or not, uh, being Asir or not, excuse me. It just says, it suggests perhaps a more Hummer standard. When it comes to termusin, when it comes to lupas. Okay. Omar Haiman de Parim Silka. Somebody who's cutting up beets. I thought maybe he meant beet greens, but it seems like most of the 
the Mufarshim hold that means the root. Somebody who's cutting up, Rashi says he's mincing, he's cutting really, really finely um, a beet. Because it's such a hard uh, root, it's such a hard vegetable, it's almost like you're grinding up uh, you know, a, a solid, um, like you're pulverizing something. So because you cut it so fine, it's already taken. It's a whole debate. Does it mean only beets? Does it mean vegetables like beets? Somebody who is cutting up wood um, into small um, little kindling pieces. So he too is because of taken of grinding. And Ravashi says if he's particular about them being uh, uniformly sized, he's also for the malacha of of cutting things to prescribed size. Okay. So this is what I told you earlier. Our Tana left, he abandoned the Bishul, uh, the cooking of Samanum of spices, the Havab Mishkan, which actually what happened in the Mishkan, and he decided to talk about bread. What's up with that? Says the Gemara, Tana did not see during the past. Our Tana was decided to shift over into during the past until the order of bread, the way bread is made. So this is a, a, a Gemara that appears in the Vedizara as well. In the Sukhya Bishalakum, somebody puts a Sikhtala Tuna. You have a, when people are making, doing carpentry, so sometimes they'll make a, a peg or a or a, a, a post out of wood, something that needs to be um, good and solid. But the wood's a little green, so you, you, you want to make sure that the wood is nice and solid and, uh, and won't uh, buckle or anything like that. So what they'll do is they'll take the wood and they'll throw it in the oven, a very hot oven for a little while, and they'll dry out the wood. So when you do that, says, uh, says the Umar, when you do that, or it says of Achabar Vavira, that's Bishal, you're cooking. Okay, says the Gemara Pshita. Actually, I, the, Gemara, the, Gemara, the Gemara is so accepting of this fact, the Gemara says, this sounds obvious. Answers the Gemara, right? You might think the only intent this person has is to strengthen the cleat, to strengthen the object that he is making, right? He first weakens it with the heat, and then it becomes solid. So the Gemara seems to assume that Bishal, that cooking, always includes weakening. It always includes weakening. If there's no discernible weakening, then, um, then um, you can't call it Bishal. So the Gemara says, in this case, in fact, there is a weakening that is escaping. Okay. Um, very well. Somebody who boils up pitch uh, or tar, that's, that's Bishal as well. You're boiling something, of course, it's a problem. You might think because it, it, it subsequently solidifies, it becomes hard again. So you might think that doesn't really qualify as Bishal. You just kind of change the, uh, the properties of a substance for a little while. But Kamash Mulan know that that counts as well. Okay. Somebody builds, makes a, a barrel out of, um, out of Cheres, out of earthenware. He has to bring seven, uh, he has to bring seven chatois. Well, I'll explain what they are in a minute. Tanura chayim shimshimayin chatois. Makes an oven, that's eight chatois. So Rashi explains. 
that you grind the uh, clods of earth for the clay, um, and then you, uh, well, right, that's your typing, um, and then you bear the turrets, you pick out the pebbles, the large pebbles that are left behind, there's bear, then you sift, this is how you make clay things, then you sift the dirt, uh, the clay, with a, uh, with a sieve, um, and then you, right, that's already menafe, and then your megavel, the tip, you, you, um, you, you knead the, uh, the, the dust, the dirt into cement, essentially, right, into, into clay. Right? You smooth it out, right, when you do the actual pottery, that involves the smoothing of the clay, um, uh, which is a memachik. Right, that's a kind of mamachik, like with hides. Um, and then you turn on the fire to bake it. So there's mavashal, right? So there are your seven chatais. Now a tanner, an oven, an oven has one more uh, step because apparently they, they would put on another layer for its insulative purposes. It makes sense, on an oven. Um, and that is the gemar malacha, that's a makabapatish, right? That doing, you know, by slathering on that second layer, that's a, a, a prohibition of makabapatish. Okay. Um, very well. That we have another couple of cases along these lines. If you make a basket, you got you, you know, a person makes a basket, he has to bring eleven chatois. And if he if he adds on and if he sews on a lip. Chayiv shalish esrei chatois. He has to bring thirteen chatois. How is this? How is this work? Says Rashi. Um, so first he uh, he prunes the reeds for the basket, right? So I both need the reeds, and I'm pruning. I'm pruning the reeds. When I cut them, they grow back more vigorously. So I'm chayiv because of kaitzer and because of neitea because I harvested and I planted right by strengthening the growth of the weeds, right? Now I gather this together in a bundle. That's ma'amer. Right? Then I pick out the good ones, that's boyer. Then I smooth them, I scrape them down, that's mimachik. Right? Um, uh, and then I make them very thin, they're sliced up very thinly um, for basket purposes, that's already peichik, so we're up to six. Right? And then I cut them, they have to all be the correct length, so I cut them to a correct length, that's mechatech, that's seven. Right? Um, now I start weaving. So as soon as I set up the chassis, the um, the um, uh, the warp, the the whoop, the woof, um, that's already uh, um, uh, mesach, um, the the uh, the malacha of setting up the weave, the weaver, the, the loom, right? Um, then once I start weaving out one one up and one down, that's already um, uh, what's it called? Shtebotinurin. Uh, Right, which is the beginning of the weaving process, um, and then once you start weaving, that's already oirit. Um, so then, after the weaving, you're going to have some bits and ends sticking out, uh, which you have to cut down in order to make the basket even. says Rashi, that is makubatish because you're completing the labor of the basket, and there are your eleven chatois. Okay, so now and then, if you add on a uh, a lip. Right, so throw in typher and kosher because you're going to sew and tie as you go. So there you're thirteen. Very well. Someone who shears wool and whitens it. Amra bar has 
Semer shall gabi behemu b'shabes chayiv shalish chatoik. Right, so Chazal say that um, the wool for the Mishkan was dyed while it was processed while it was still on the backs of the animals. Some kind of sounds like borderline miraculous fashion. The wool was processed while it was on the backs of the animals. Says the Gemara. So someone who does that is chayiv shalish chatoik. He has to make three chatoiks. Aches mishum goizes. Right, one is the goizes that he's ultimately going to do. Aches mishum menafets. And another is because of the menafets, uh, the uh, the um, spinning uh, of the wool, and finally because of the weaving. Okay, says the Gemara of Kahana, Omar because the process he's doing is so upside down. This is not the normal way to do any of those things. Um, uh, and therefore. It does not qualify as a malacha. It's not the normal way of doing malacha. It says more of a law. Is that the case? Is it not the case? For a tiny mishmeder and the chami is shatuf beizim, the tavu beizim, right? I think it's shituf beizim. They would wash the wool on the uh, on the back of the goats, and they would do the um, the the, uh, the weaving uh, while while the wool was still on the goats. So we see that this is a way to do things. We see that it qualifies as Tavia. This is a trick. It's a, it's a big Chachma. It's a very clever thing. Uh, and it doesn't really compare. It doesn't really fall into the set of normal behaviors. Okay. Um, somebody who pulls out a feather, a big wing feather, for the purposes of uh, you know making a pillow or the like, from a, a goose or whatever, a large bird. might to be kaitim, it means to cut off the top uh, tip. Uh, could be a relatively large amount of what we're calling the tip, but the tip of the feather. and somebody who morta is to cut off all the um, the noites, the soft parts, and to isolate the um, the quill, as it were. So, someone who does all those things, that's three. Um, chatois, right? It says of Shimon Lakish, Toilish Chayev Mishum Goizes, right? Removing it makes you Chayev because of Goizes, like shearing. Koitein Chayev Mishum Chatech, when you uh, when you cut it, when you cut off that uh, that little end, so that's like a person, like you need a certain, there's a certain cutoff point um, which you use when you cut off that end, so that's already Mechatech and Memarit. The fellow who cuts off the soft parts is doing memachik. He's right. It's like scraping down a hive, scraping the garbage off the hive. Okay. Hakoyshiv hamatir says the Gemara. Kishir b'mishkan hecha avoy. Where was where is the Mishkan? Wasn't a boat. Where was the where were they tying knots in the Mishkan? Amar Rav Shkin Kaisher. And you say you say this all. Oh, what are you talking about? The tents, right? The Mishkan was a tent. There were pegs in the ground and there were ropes holding it up. Says the Gemara, that doesn't count. That who kaisher That's a kaisher. That's a knot that you intend to ultimately unwind. That's kaisher menaslahatir. Kaisher menaslahatir is not a malacha. It's not an abmalah. Says the Gemara. Ella, I'm Rabbi Yishkin. Ergi Yirios, Nima When people weave uh, a curtain and then you know the thread uh, gives out, the thread splits. So Kaishan I said they'll tie it, they'll splice it together with a knot. So Amalai Rava Tarats the Kaisher, Matir Maikilamaimer. Very good. So you found this an eight for Kaisha for the knots. How about Matir? How about undoing knots? 
Vechitem, that's a separate av. Vechitem, in Yisraeli, Trechuti, Kichubah, Yadodi, Shari, Chad, Vekater, Chad. Now, I'm not familiar with this aesthetic, but apparently it was very uh, offensive. It's very unpleasant to, um, to have two uh, tassels ending in a knot next to each other. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I, I could be failing to explain this correctly because I simply did not understand what the concern is over here. Um, but uh, apparently it's aesthetically unpleasant. And uh, what you would do is, you would be shari kad v'kad You would undo one knot and leave one uh, tied. So it says, And so apparently this procedure is already uh, reflects just poor curtain making. Uh, and, and it's not something you would find generally. So what are you talking about, right? There was not a thing in the Mishkan. We were, you know, building for our himself. We're not going to be lazy in the, in the decoration and the construction. People who are trapping the sea, uh, sea the marine creature um, known as chilozain for chelas purposes, um, they have they use nets, and the nets are tied, um, are made up of many little knots, and sometimes a person, a net maker, has to undo one part of the net is to untie one part of the net and tie it on somewhere else. And therefore, that is where we have matir untying in the Mishka. Okay? In the Malechas HaMishka. Right? There was no uh, ocean in the Mishka. V'atay frishtay tfir is somebody who ties two stitches. So, that's not uh, two stitches, excuse me, so is two stitches. Sewing two stitches is something that's going to fall out and it's going to get pulled out in a second. Two stitches is nothing. Amrav Barbarchana, Rebbechana, Behusha Kashran, says Rebbechana, uh, the case is you tied off the two ends of the thread so the little so the little stitch um, will hold up on its own okay I think we'll stop it here